This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. What do vegans feed off? Attention, my name's Keen. Is that an aorta in your pocket or is this just a strained pun? I'm Aaron Twitchin. I'm back, 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 back again. I'm James. <laughs> it was the obvious one. Yeah, well, yeah, of course, of course. This is Sissy That Pod. We have an old friend back in the building, so let's get into the episode. James, good to chat. Nice to be in conversation. <laughs> By that, recording for the first sounded, time in so nice to be in conversation. That is the falsest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. I got too tired. It's okay. I'm just excited. This is what natural conversation sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that intro was written by ChatGPT. That's why it sounded off. How are you? What do you think of Drag Race UK season five? Um, but I'm good thriving life Good. life continues mm-hmm. it's wonderful uh drag mm-hmm. race um uk season five thriving less so i would i would argue i'm not okay i, I don't know way. the only season of drag race this year that i've really been invested in is brazil i think it is phenomenal it is the best of the bunch um i've liked all the queens but i found this i found that the, the decisions being made by the judges banksy going last week i feel like kate butch getting overlooked this mm. week it's just sort of left me kind of with a feeling of like that meddling that rue always gets into of like oh add a, add a weird bit of southern american accent into your mrs doubtfire and we all have to pretend it's funny because you said it like it's just like let the queens be queens that being said i am in love with ginger johnson i think they're brilliant and i'm looking forward to them winning <laughs> I don't know I, I really enjoyed this batch and I feel like this is I feel this is the snatch game I've always wanted from UK like it, I think there was some it was a pretty consistent like I think you could have had a few more like you could have had Michael in the top if you wanted to I mean Caramel was a bit mad but like I think it was pretty consistent and that's kind of I guess what I like about these this bunch well I guess that's where we're different <laughs> <laughs> Again, another right. convincing conversation between the two of you. <laughs> uh, before we go on, do you want to tell people about what you're up to now? Yes, absolutely. So uh, I have very excitingly just launched a new radio show on Dublin City FM called Curiosity, uh, mm. where we uh, take a look at the the news and what's going on in the world of LGBTQI plus news uh, around the world. We revisit some of the history with our reeling in the queer segment looking back at what was happening in Ireland at different points in time and we have interesting conversations with interesting activists and, and people working in arts culture and entertainment uh, myself and uh, another friend of the pod Padraig Wilson-McCarthy uh, are doing it together it's great crack you should come and have a listen 12 o'clock on, on Dublin City FM if you've missed me if you have missed me if you have felt like there has been a James shaped hole in your heart even though I can see Aaron is trying to fill it but I'm much larger than you so good luck <laughs> Um, it does feel very much like the guy that had the job before you has come back to <laughs> reclaim it. How yeah, much of a stamp have I left? Yeah. <laughs> Curiosity sounds great, though. That sounds like a really good uh, and yeah, very needed at this time. It certainly is a space to 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 get the information that you need, or to like actually hear about the issues, but in a way that's kind of lighter and a bit more fun, rather than the kind of you know very tense aggro uh, vibes you may get on on Twitter or where else you may be. Yeah, that's how people want to digest their um, activism and their like learning, isn't it? Like education, but with jokes. Like, come on. <laughs> but that's exactly it. Trauma, but we're all laughing. You know, right? that's what we want. <laughs> Just like my therapist does. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> And uh, Curiosity is just is the name of the Instagram page. So people oh, Curiosity the podcast you can, you, version. You, you, you yeah. can fly on over to Curiosity Radio and, and have a look at us there. Or I'm still where I've always been on Instagram, and you can still come and have a look at some photographs of me and my my beautiful boyfriend if you would like to. Perfect, pimping out the boyfriend. <laughs> Great to see it. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's get into this week's episode. Um, the queens are, you know reeling from a i'd say we call it a shock eviction of banksy last week uh ginger is surprised she won vicky is gutted she won which is a bit of a foreshadowing 
And it kind of wasn't really till we were all in the workroom together that I actually sort of realised that Banksy is actually gone. Um, which And she's definitely a loss to the cast. Aaron, you and I discussed last week, um, and I actually ended up editing out because it was too long, uh, how we thought Vicky might be getting this villain edit. Um, but I guess it was actually just a setting up for eviction edit that she was getting. Yeah, how much of the villain edit was us going in about how she pushes everyone? And now I'm gig- yeah. I realise I'm gigging in Cornwall in a fortnight and I'm genuinely scared. Like, all- Are they all going to push me? Um, yeah, honestly, Charlie Craig's found cackling this evening, I'm sure. And yeah, yeah. elimination. I'm happy for her. Um, well, I think she, she was definitely getting that kind of robotic... Uh, edit of the kind of the queen who like overthinks everything has far too much kind of you know thought being put in so if you could see that coming a mile out when Rue was chatting to them about the Fanny Craddock it was like you're going to stumble instantly and Rue was going to make your life a misery because of it I don't well, I took know. down a quote from Rue Rue said you can create whatever you want as long as it's funny which I just wrote down because I was like, this is ironic from Rue, who's tried to basically warp everybody into his version of what he wants in, in Snatch Game in the past. And that's exactly what he said to Vicky, and then, I guess, didn't didn't laugh at her. <laughs> no. I think I Vicky know. got caught in circumstance, really. I think she's a good queen, and she's been really consistent the whole way through. I actually yeah. think she's maybe more of a shot go than Banksy. Just because yeah. I think she has been consistent the whole way through. And I think from the beginning, she's looked like maybe not a front runner, but certainly being in the top three or four. So for her to go this week, I mean, we'll get into it, but I feel like it's circumstances have caught her really. She's got caught in a, a typhoon of other success. And I think that goes to show that the series is really strong, actually. I think each episode has been really strong. Snatch Game always makes my butt pucker a little bit because I always yeah. think, oh God, some of this is going to be awful. But... It, she was she was the worst um and she wasn't awful like she had moments it just meh like it was just a bit meh i I do i do think as well that the um like dd licious is is a brilliant lip syncer and i think that like the last two weeks you kind of could have seen or like has outperformed on both occasions to queens that that she was up against and it Certainly last week I would have anticipated Dee Dee going against Banksy, but then you're kind of watching it and it's like, well, actually, no, Dee Dee is winning this lip sync. And then again, with this one, it was so clear as it was happening. It's like, absolutely, because you're, I mean, you're exactly right. I had anticipated Vicky kind of being like, not like, you know, finalist, finalist, but certainly like top five or like in that final episode, right from the very beginning, because she came in with such confidence and really felt like a kind of a, like a safe bet to get that far in the competition. So her going is a bit of a shock, but I suppose it's not surprising because her, her snatch game was was quite poor, but I'm like, you know, D-Delicious, it seems to be like circling the drain a little bit and is taking out those other queens as she's on her way down. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of loving that for her. She's getting the real villain edit. She's taking out kneecaps. She's breaking heels. Like, it's, she, she's doing it. No broken but, heels on tonight's episode. People no were, broken tw- heels. Twitter, our, our ex is, is, is absolutely a light of people furious about that. No, I think Alexandra Burke got the edit she deserved. I am so happy to see my cinematic <laughs> universes come together, which is X Factor, maths and drag race. This is what I wanted from an episode. It's been... And uh, we did get one notch on your Alexandra Burke bingo card with the reference to Elephant in the Room. Oh, no, two. She said OK.com within 30 I, seconds. Yes, the OK.com oh, was that. instant. Oh, God, amazing. She did. Oh, I... Straight out oh, the I believe she did all four, but they were cut due to time. <laughs> Much like our discussion of Vicky being a villain last week. <laughs> Next week, there'll be oh, a clip God. in and you can complete <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll save it for Danny Beard's after show. You get to hear her blubbing and like do a riff from Bad Boys, just sitting there spinning on her chair. Um, yeah, okay. We just get into Snatch Game and we can kind of discuss with some of the decisions that people didn't didn't make prior to it as we go through it. Um, Ginger Johnson as Dame Barbara Cartland had. Either of you heard of her before? I'd seen I'd that interview clip. I'd seen that interview clip. It is dead funny where she's going in at Joan Collins. I think I watched the Joan Collins documentary and they had it on there. I imagine that's okay. where Ginger saw it as well and was like, <laughs> I, yes. I see a win in this. I smell a badge. 
Um, as soon as I saw it, I, like the voice was very Maggie Smith, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, Downton Abbey. You know, we invent, we originated the language, you know. I thought this was really good. I feel she's, I think it was maybe the best acting performance. I thought she stayed in character throughout the whole thing. I just didn't laugh as much as I did at other people. I And I think, I know you can never, like Snatch Games, exactly as you said, you kind of do get that like tension beforehand where you think this could be really, really awkward. And there's always moments in any Snatch Game that are like pure torture to get through. But UK Drag Race has had some of the strongest Snatch Game performances. Like if you think back to like, I don't know, Maggie Bag of Chips and the Vivian on season one or Bimini on season two even Cheddar Gorgeous and Danny Beard or Cheddar Gorgeous last year like it, it you kind of are ready to have something that's going to be like a new addition to the iconic snatch games of all time and I don't know that we got that I think that this Barbara Cartland is probably the closest to it uh, but it wasn't something that you're it, it's no no quotable moments were had this evening that's what I what, and that's how I judge like a successful snatch game Oh yeah, no, the I... bit, didn't she have a really funny headline? Where she said like, oh, if your head hurts, take your dentures out. Was that her? Yeah. Oh, that okay, funny. yes. That was funny. <laughs> Maybe not quotable because I didn't, but... but it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was a point. You weren't even sure she said it. Like, All right, I had to check my notes. It was that quotable. <laughs> Look, this is a natural conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, I do agree with but you. I, know, I feel like it was yeah. um, like a kind of, I want to say it was like a head performance. I felt like it was really smart. Like yeah. th- it was really smart. The jokes were clever, um, but it didn't sing. Like it didn't really lift. Like when I think of like, which I think the greatest is like Jinx Monsoon in All Stars. Like yes. it, it, there just felt like there was a like little bit of lift missing that just takes over the edge of that spontaneity. Um, but it was clever. And I think it was a character most people wouldn't know. And like she managed to take it to somewhere maybe not somewhere super surprising but like i thought it was fun i think like your reference to previous snatch games there james like i feel it's been one great performance and a load of dirge <laughs> but this season was a lot of middling to strong performances but no wow moment yeah i i'd agree with that i think that there was yeah there was there was like cause a couple of them where like even you know the even though the Mrs. Doubtfire was a little bit cringe to watch like it had moments where it was funny and even Lady C had a had a moment or two where you were like oh yeah okay I get this she did yeah, I think so too. Okay. I don't know when, when she when she ate the scorpion I was like okay yeah no I see that. <laughs> was that I was just like okay so you have some treats left from Halloween good for you. <laughs> I was just pleased to see Dee Dee eat. I'm always so worried that none of them eat. When do they have lunch? I never hear them call lunch. I never see a subway in the background. Other than the chopstick, you'd never know there was food about. I mean, they they did reference sushi. So we know that they may have sushi sometimes. They know they have eaten at some point in the past. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, I like. I think we're all saying the same thing. It was strong, but it, it prob- I don't know if it's going down in the canon of iconic snatch games. It's up there with with um, Nigella Lawson, winning yeah. but not amazing. Yeah, did exactly. that win? Oh yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. good for Nigella. Yeah. Good for good for good Nigella. Caramel was up next as Diane Warwick. Now this had all the hallmarks of a car crash as soon as she said Diane Warwick. So obviously Diane Warwick, a legend on Twitter, but like. I don't know. I don't know if she's as funny and sassy in person, or at least I haven't seen her. And there's like such lore about her. She could only name one song, even though, you know, she that Doja Cat song that's out now is obviously sad by her. So like, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of contemporary references you can make, even though that song wasn't out by the time they were filming this. But actually, she did a good, a good enough job. I think she was charismatic. I think she played the glamorous old lady. There was a weird bit of them egging poor. Natoya Jackson's house. I liked that. I like it when anyone eggs someone's house. I think it's so old school. And I just think it's such a vengeful thing. And if eggs ever end up on my ex's house, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> but I will DM you the address. <laughs> I, 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 Caramel has been one of those queens where I think because like the season 15 this year we had Sasha or uh, Sasha Colby and she kind of walked in as this like strong powerful trans woman who was like ready to kind of assert dominance over the com- competition and like really did and has kind of like cast a shadow and then Monica it. Beverly Hills 
walked into all well, stars as a strong trans but i feel i feel like when caramel walked in it was kind of like it, she kind of brought a bit of that energy with her or kind of was like maybe living a bit in that light of like this is who i'm going to be and she has been patchy at best and i think i'm, I'm like i initially just thought that she wasn't going to live up to it. she was a bit delusional but I actually really like her I think she's a great queen I think that she kind of is a more complex character I, do, I think the fact that she got this like warrior queen edit in that first week and was like oh this mm. is someone who's going to dominate the competition has kind of made it more difficult when you've seen her kind of you know doing a little bit less well as weeks have gone on but I thought her snatch game was perfectly passable perfectly passable I think that's what she was aiming for I I, I think I saw her post I'm aiming for perfectly passable and um, I'm surprised that you didn't think Dionne Warwick would be funny because have you never seen is it Maya Rudolph do her the SNL actress doesn't she do her oh, in yeah. um yeah. oh what's that uh Kimmy Schmidt thing the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt oh, or whatever. Mm-hmm. she plays Dionne Warwick in that and she's really funny so I was instantly like well you're not gonna be that funny honey <laughs> or, or maybe you are don't want to doubt but I'm pretty sure um also she did she not look dead young like d young warwick it was very Absolutely. okay <laughs> at what stage of life is dion being played here and i would have loved that like her as a 20 year old i don't know what you would have done with that but her and um, her on the mickey mouse club uh, alongside justin right? Brittany, you know yeah ryan gosling gets a number um <laughs> Yeah, she didn't actually, that would have been a great way to lean into like all the people that she knows, darling, like um, bringing people up that could have been like more fun. But maybe that was a bit Kate Butch dominated that. But um, yeah, perfectly passable, I think, is a good summary. And mm-hmm. is that not what we expected from Caramel? Like this was never going to be her strong suit. No, she's, no. she's an absolute look queen that can be quite fun in a conversation. So perfectly passable. I would take that as a win if I were her. <laughs> It's an improvement from her eating those chocolates and spitting them back out from two weeks ago. So uh, all we can ask for is growth. Is that in the disaster class? Is that what she was eating? Yeah. I was watching it on the phone. I didn't know what was going in her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And I liked it that way. (laughs) All right, Kate Butch. Let's get into it. Playing her namesake, Kate Bush. I thought running down my chin was a really fun line. I... I kind of got that moment of Jinx Monsoon referencing Dave from season five. Obviously not to the same degree, but when you realise what she's referencing and it's like, it's it's outside the game. It's this moment of pop culture that like doesn't exist in the world that they're playing in. I find that very exciting when she mentioned the cloud busting, you know, as an American phrase that she brought over here, blah, blah, blah. And you could see Alexandra Burke recognise it. It did seem to go downhill. Um, Down a hill? it's rolling down a hill but i don't know like i still really enjoyed it i thought it was really i still thought it was really fun i think that like she is waiting to have her moment in this competition i think she she is such an interesting queen she's so funny and so charismatic i love her talking heads and i'm kind of just waiting like i'm kind of just waiting for her to have that like moment of success on the show but you know sometimes that in the show you, you the queens like that just they, they don't get that moment they never they remain safe the entire time and that could just be her she could easily go home next week or the week after having never been in the top and never won anything and just be like a middling queen but i think she deserves more than that and i i do think that like ginger johnson deserved to win tonight over her just like when you put everything together but I enjoyed what she did with, with Kate Bush. I thought it was it was a fun interpretation and a, a fun way to bring it rather than sort of, you know, probably what people would have interpreted or would have expected would be like an airy fairy kind of, you know, wooden nymph kind of version of it to like go this completely different cockney route was was good crack. Yeah, she definitely is ready for another week of doing media. Okay. Um, <laughs> and you're right, though, now that you've said, oh, she could have gone down this airy fairy route. That would have been poorer. And I actually think most other people's interpretation of Kate Bush would have been poorer. I don't know whether Kate Bush was a good choice. Like, obviously, because it's a bit of a namesake as well. I don't even know if I believe she is obsessed with Kate Bush. I actually don't think she even knows who Kate Bush is. I think she's heard <laughs> one record. She Maybe the greatest hits. I don't even know if Kate Bush has a greatest hits. Um, I don't know if she does either. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was the strongest choice. But I think it was like Ginger's and it was a very head game rather than like spur at the moment. Like... <clears throat> Someone said something and they were reacting to that, even though some of the gags were really good. And actually the strongest bits came from the way that she played with the contestants, like Carol and um, Alexandra, which just said, but it was very Kate, wasn't it? It was like, 
how she would be. I think it just goes to show that she's a great comic and like you'd have a great time at her show. But I'm starting to feel like if that wasn't her moment to shine, I I think I agree. I don't think we're going to get a Kate Butch shining moment, which I don't think matters because I think she's going to go on to great things after this anyway. Um, but, yeah, I agree. I, I yeah. feel after today, she's getting the Theresa May edit of like beloved fan favorite mm. who would get the job kind of two, three weeks before the finale. I felt like she was getting weaker. Like she seemed sad on that runway third. I don't know whether it was relief or it was like, I, I, I don't know how to beat Ginger at this. Like, cause they're kind of, I feel like they're kind of on a level that they're kind of similar ish. Yeah. They have, they have similar traits and I think Ginger's just pitching it a little higher. I, I feel yeah. like now based on absolutely nothing except assumptions I feel like Kate Butch is probably a better comedian and more of a funny person but Ginger Johnson has more of that like well-rounded drag queen kind of bit going on theatrics so, theatrics going on so I think that like Ginger Johnson is 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 going to do better in this competition because she has more of the look I think she has more of an ability to kind of do that drag persona whereas I think that like Kate Butch is the person whose show I'd want to buy a ticket to sit down and go like go and watch them be funny on stage mm. like above and beyond and maybe this show just this particular show isn't for them that this format isn't for them they have to wait for a couple of years and then go on Taskmaster that's which they, they will be there. great oh, amazing <laughs> what I will say though and I will give um, Kate credit for this like not once have you heard them moan like you've not once heard them say oh I'm the one without a badge oh I'm trying really hard why is no one why are they not recognising me and there was a good few weeks before she got any critiques even and the critiques that she did take she's taken them straight to heart like oh no we haven't covered her look yet but you could really see even when they were just in the mirror chatting like her makeup had improved and she was listening and she was learning and I love that she's having fun. Like she may not be super succeeding at everything, but she's enjoying it and learning. And like, I think that's a great personality. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If she can survive until the stand-up challenge, that might be a moment for her, which I guess might be a little too little too late at that point. But I think that might be her last opportunity for a badge. Yeah. If we have, but who one, knows? Maybe she'll win at quite the a bit of comedy, challenge. haven't we? But yeah, if there is a stand-up or a roast, she might. Tamara Thomas giving us uh, Mrs. Doubtfire uh, under the guise of, of Robin Williams. Again, this this question for like Rue asked her to do a southern accent. She starts in this attempting to be Scottish, sounds more Irish accent, and then pivots into the southern accent. Rue doesn't laugh at it, despite asking her to do the southern accent. And then she just defers back to the Scottish accent? Or was she changing her accent every time? I couldn't work it out. It was, I I always struggle when they play a character. So for the fact that the card read Robin Williams, I was a bit like, mm, okay, I don't get it. Same with Michael Maruli, like, are you Catherine Tay? Are you Nurse Bernie? Or are you really just playing yourself? Um, but like, um, it was confusing. I think, I thought Tamara might win, to be honest, just because Rue was loving it. And when Tamara said, oh, I'm doing Mrs. Doubtfire, Robin Williams, my initial gut was like, oh, this is not going to work. But I've learned better than to doubt Tamara. I think if Tamara told me she was going to build something that was going to rival the Eiffel Tower by next Tuesday, I would go, I don't think you can, but I believe you will. I, I don't know if there's anything... I don't know what pixie she sucked off, but she has a luck charm around her. Like she, I, I would, I would literally follow her across a busy motorway and not expect to get run over because she's untouchable. <laughs> Everything she touches turns to sold. I, I, I don't know how she just, it, it seems to work for her. I, I actually completely agree with you because she was someone who, when she walked in the workroom, I was like, okay, you are binned in the first two weeks. Like you are out of here, but she has been like, relentlessly surprising throughout the entire thing and she has like like I, I, I don't know you hear the story that she was telling in the like the workroom chats about kind of like her starting drag at like 13 or 14 and like you know kind of you know in this dancing competition and you just see this like I don't know resilience this sort of amazing character coming through and she does look like a kind of a you know a skinny bitch look queen or whatever it is but she has so much more heart to her and like you're right like I I 
I don't like when the queens do like a, a version of a character because I just think it's it's all it's always just kind of taking off what someone has already done, you know. And I know sometimes people will do something that's basically just the SNL version of whatever it is. I prefer when they're a bit more kind of original. But I certainly enjoyed whatever it was she was doing, and I think that I would say that about anything Tamara does. Because she is relentless. Like, I, when she walked into that workroom for the first 10 minutes, I really hated her and I really wanted to hate her for the entire series. <laughs> I just couldn't. Like, I just can't mm-hmm. help. Like, it. she reminds me, I have this best friend, Emma, and when I first met her, I thought she was absolute trash. She was just this loud, irritating teen mum. Is this she... the friend you've already dunked on before? Maybe. I dunk on a lot of friends. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I hate this girl. And she decided to be my friend. And honestly, no regrets. Like, she just chipped away and that's what i feel like tomorrow's done she's chipped away at me until she may be my favorite um (laughs) and i I think think what what worked for her tonight i think was that it's robin williams and robin williams is known like if you think of like the genie when he's doing aladdin it's all these weird voices and i know it's it's another one of a it's a real intervention that's made it a fluke but it did work if it was all mrs doubtfire it would have been one note although i did think the face into the cream pie doing the the scene from mrs doubtfire where it's dropping in i thought that was kind of fun like that was a good bit she'd obviously planned without an accent yeah it didn't make sense but it worked i was just like i I mean feeling like what what is going to happen to her nose the way she slammed her head into that table i was like this is a commitment to the bit but this is because she knows she is blessed. She knows nothing bad happens to her. She knows she could <laughs> slam her fingers in through one of those food processors and they would come out with not a nail chipped. Nothing bad can happen to this woman. She's a blessed the, life. I truly believe about that. The performance reminded me of uh, Scarlet Harlot's Macaulay Culkin. I guess they were sitting in like the same spot mm. and it was kind of like the same one joke of a character we know kind of over and over again but this was kind of done slightly better i think because again i think because robin williams allows that versatility of yeah. improv and god only knows what voice he's going to speak in next uh so yeah i think it was better and i think her look was one of the best in the runways which also helped you i thought it reminded me more of trinity the tuck actually and the way she does a snatch game like just the how the crazy voice is what carries it and it's just i don't know i mm. got echoes of that nice dd i was up next she was between Two, I mean, mm. starkly different ladies uh, who I would love to see interact. Uh, Lady Colin Campbell and Julia Fox. Um, we, l- last year, Aaron put on our own version of Snatch Game here in the Fringe Festival. And Ooh. one of our friends did an amazing Julia Fox. And it was just by being a really kind of um, zany Californian girl. So I was like, interesting to see how... Didi would have channeled I that terribly, that I been, imagine. <laughs> I think I think that it would have been much better for her to have gone that way than with uh, Lady Colin Campbell. I don't think she would have done as as good as Erin in 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 Clankety Clank, yeah. but <laughs> she certainly uh, could have could have tried. Um, no, I I would have been I think more excited to see. I think there would have been more to do with with Julia Fox, even just in terms of being able to kind of lean into kind of a you know, a bit of a vocal fry kind of valley girl kind of LA kind of thing, which is more of a kind of a trope than like the Lady Colin Campbell thing. You really need to be, you know, I don't know, you're trying to present this like very specific thing and you could see that she just got lost completely uh, when she realised that like the couple of quotes she had weren't going to carry her through. She just ended up getting lost (laughs) in it. (laughs) The three quotes I prepared are not enough (laughs) to get through this three hours long. I can't believe it. I wanted like catty comments about Meghan Markle. Like we know she hates (laughs) Meghan or she wrote the whole book on Meghan Markle. Like, Didi doesn't know so... that. Didi doesn't know. Didi doesn't know who Lady Colin Campbell is. She has seen that one episode of no. She has seen three memes about her and thought that is. <laughs> I really feel for Didi in this challenge um, because like, she's twenty. She doesn't know any celebrities. She was gonna do whatever she remembered from CBeebies last week. She was gonna come as Tinky <laughs> Winky, but she couldn't get enough purple fur. Um, I, I I don't know. Yeah, she. she 
she didn't know enough about Lady Colin Campbell. She hadn't thought, what? how can I make this a character? I think Lady Colin Campbell probably has legs to be a good character. Maybe more than Julia Fox, actually, because Julia Fox is already her own Snatch Game, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Like, she's yeah, already playing true. a character. Um, so I think she'd be hard as parody. But I will give her credit because she did choose a British, a British icon. And I give extra points when in UK Drag Race you do a UK celebrity. And is, is it only Caramel then that didn't? Which yeah. I think is forgiven because she's not without sounding yeah. like I'm trying yeah, Robin, to send her home. Well, Robin Williams British. is American as well, right? But Mrs. Doubtfire was Scottish, though, so that's true. fine. Well, parts of her were Scottish. <laughs> parts of her maybe were xenophobically <laughs> Irish. But <laughs> is that the accent that offended you, Keir? I saw that you put... Is that the accent no, that upset you? No. 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 Catherine Tate character thought is... So. Just wanted to yeah. check in. Let's go. Offensive. Good to know what's <laughs> offensive to you people. <laughs> After after Jumbers Blonde last week, I, I didn't think that Anglo-Irish relationships could get any worse. Yeah. You know? I mean, first there was Brexit, then there was St. Patty, and now it was Nurse Bernie just <laughs> to kick us all off. Um, yeah, I, I like I, I totally agree with you. She didn't really know the reference as much. Like, to choose her going into the jungle, like that's just how a lot of us knew Lady Colin Campbell, but that's not what she's great for. She's great for sitting there poised looking elegant talking about the castle she loves that she lives in and was constantly trying to repair and then like absolutely tearing people to shreds in the most eloquent way like that's what she's best at. i mean to me she's known as i think for the first four or five years i just assumed she was a trans woman called colin like i just (laughs) thought that i thought that was the most iconic thing about her i was like look at you going changing being accepted (laughs) keeping colin is your name i like that you're like i'm never letting go of the past i loved that okay vicky as Fanny Craddock. There's probably not too much to talk about that, other than I didn't know who Fanny Craddock was. Did you know who Fanny Craddock was? I had was? to Google whether she was Cornish, because I thought, <laughs> surely she'll be doing a Cornish queen. <laughs> was she? No, I got bored and I stopped reading. <laughs> okay. I should I, not. I, I had heard of Fanny Craddock, and I, I, but I, like, other than the name, I had heard the name Fanny Craddock uttered before, but I had no real context for who it was or what it was. Um, and I don't feel that I'm any the wiser now. No. But I thought she, she was did free. credit to her, like, She's the, from Essex. Essex. The famous part of Cornwall that I know. Um, <laughs> I thought she the idea that she had there about oh putting Fanny Craddock in the twenty first century we are in the twenty first, aren't we? In the twenty first century, yeah. you know, with like vegans and gluten free and intolerances. That's a that's a funny idea. There's that's a concept. Which she didn't really know what has to do with it. Ever, other than Nigella, has anyone ever done a food person well on Snatch Game. I didn't someone I'm do Julia, Julia Childs? Childs. I'm thinking, of, yeah, but not that well. Like, Davina DeCampo failed it. Milk didn't do that well. Milk did it, right? Darian Lake did, was a Paula Dean, who's like one okay. of those. But, yes. it, you know, but I think that was more vibes than, you know, kind of. <laughs> I mean, Olivia Lux did another sort of like food influencer. Oh, yeah, your woman. That was terrible. Like, I don't know if it really translates. I mean, Nigella was good because Nigella is Nigella and it's actually not about the food. It's about the sauciness. It's the lick in the fingers. It's the spilling things down your top. It's the innuendos. It's the beef tacos of the whole thing. That's good about Nigella. And I just don't think food people are that good because you're limited with your props and you rely on your props too much, I think. I'm waiting for an iconic Ina Garten. I need an Ina Garten at some point on Snatch Game. Delia Smith, surely okay. she's got. Oh legs. well, like, Delia. With the oh. Football, Let's be having you. Drunk, <laughs> like creme fraiche and lemon juice and everything. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I have to become a drag queen just to do Delia Smith, but just to do. <laughs> and finally, Michael Maruli as Catherine Tate. Obviously, not as grand because we've seen grand done by the Vivian in All Star Seven. Um, yeah, I actually had totally forgotten about that character and. The Irish accent was so bad in the Catherine Tate character that I used to watch that show and I actually didn't really realise she was supposed to be Irish for, I would say, oh, really? 12 episodes. 
I won't do my accent, but <laughs> I, do, I do have an, I, do, I don't know why it feels a bit odd when you're doing a, a character that someone else has already done because it kind of feels like the hard work's done and I think it's even harder when it's sketch. But I thought it was actually done, the character was done well. Like it was a yeah. good imitation. Oh, it sounded just, to be fair, it sounded just like it, it was all the same jokes, yeah. same facial mm-hmm. expressions. That sounds like a read. I, like, I always most, remember but... that character. <laughs> sounds just like her, same jokes. <laughs> Like, I always remember that character. It all came back to me then seeing her do it. I remember that character had a line which was more than a mouthful is just a waste, which <laughs> that was like like a very seedy line. But like, that's exactly what she was to be. I kind of thought she ruined it by changing the character halfway yeah. through. I, I I didn't didn't see that coming, didn't really understand it. And you kind of can tell from like the way they really shadily edited Rue's reaction yeah. oh, to Derek's it. Derek's here. Oh, look, it's Derek. Oh, hey, Derek. <laughs> hey, Derek. <laughs> oh, oh, look, it's Derek. It's such a great laugh. <laughs> oh, look, it's Derek. I don't even know if that's how he said it, but I'm going with it now. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, isn't anytime be... someone enters a room. I, yeah, I was I was right. glad to see uh, the Michael Murley get a bit of a frosty reception though because that bit walked me off the stage in Sparkles about five years ago while I was midway through my performance of Total Eclipse of the Heart and she told me I couldn't sing and to sit down. So. <laughs> Oh my god! Are Wait. we just inviting people yeah, on who have been assaulted by, not assaulted, have beef with the contestants of this season? I love it. Yeah, I was doing a beautiful rendition, I assume, of Total Eclipse of the Heart. No one was singing along, and people were getting kind of like agitated and angry. I didn't realize there were so many gaps uh, in the in the in that. I'd forgotten that, like how like many gaps are between the interludes. lyrics interludes. That's yeah. it. And so mm-hmm. I was kind of up there, like sort of yeah, but eventually. After a few minutes, she walked over and said, "Go and sit down, love. You're terrible, um, and <laughs> never forgiven." And you just wanted Rue to say that back to her, really. But I yeah, do have, exactly. I do kind of agree with Michael though, because karaoke can be so long. Like I have a vision to do something called quickieoke, where every oh, song is just taken it. down to two minutes. You get like the verse, the chorus, the bridge, the verse. Get in, get off. Um, I think that's a brilliant idea because you know one wants that like twenty seven minutes, uh, twenty seven minute like lead into I don't know the I drove all night or one of those like massively right? long songs. Cut Get, all that. Cut to the so, chase. Um, Somebody gets up there trying to do Taylor Swift all too well ten minute version. It's oh, like no, I don't even want to see Taylor do that three hour concert. <laughs> I am planning my breaks. I want do it in ninety minutes, girl. I don't want to be there that long. I need to be in bed. Um, <laughs> But back to Irish the bitch in question. Yeah, notwithstanding, Aaron, how did you find Michael? Um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I, how did I find it? It just, it wasn't great for me. But I thought that they did do it well. In terms of switching characters, uh, I thought it helped and it hindered. Like, it was good to see the break and they did act that other character really well. And I think it makes for a great show reel if Catherine Tate needs to be replaced, which mm-hmm. likely she will at some point. Um, I think it showed that they can imitate characters really well. I don't think it showed that they could develop characters very well. But we've already seen that Michael can be really funny and can play characters. So, yeah, maybe that did what they wanted to do. Um it was. I think it was a safe performance. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely. They kind of gave it. They kind of gave it the big in in the chat. They were like, "This is the challenge I've been waiting for to shine." Blah 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 blah. Did they say something like, "I've been preparing for this all my life"? Or something big and dramatic, <laughs> anyway, for this that I was like, "Okay, big talk." And to be, f- oh yeah, because she was like, "Oh, I have all these voices in my head, so I'll be perfect for this." And like, I think she did the characterization great, but it was, it was, it was just an imitation. It wasn't an elevation. But it was an imitation of something that's Well, I hope all those voices in her head were laughing so that she felt better because no one in the audience was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't it wasn't bad. It was it was a safe no. performance. No, it was she yeah, can be happy was... enough with that. No, definitely she can be. Um it would be like there's there's so many iconic British like I think reality TV contestants and just people that I would love to see done. Like I'm I'm waiting for a Kirsty Allsop or for an Anne Robinson to Carrie be Katona. Carrie still Katona waiting. still waiting for Carrie Katona six years in. Like I mean do we, we need, need to get around to it. Do we need oh, can we she do. just not be a guest judge? I think would be better. <laughs> I would enjoy her as a guest judge on Snatch Game, chatting to someone doing a really bad version of her. Because I think she would be very catty and unpleasant to someone who 
was doing a poor impersonation of her. No, what she would be better as is if she was the guest judge and instead of someone doing Carrie Katona, they did Liz McClellan. And then they released, They then the song on the runway was after she left. So it was either a hole again with the Jenny Frost verse or like eternal flame. It's not right. It's okay or whatever. Such deep cuts. That's this what, was the episode play- for Deep Cuts. That's all that's this playing in Rue's uh, in, in Rue's dressing <laughs> oh, room yeah. right now. All that's <laughs> playing. Hundred percent. Okay. The um, they uh, like there was a little moment at the runway. Tamara, quote unprompted, sharing photos of her first time in drag. <laughs> nice unprompted. I just happened to bring this from home. This is a natural conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kara talking about high school, Ginger, playing that hat game. It was really quite quite nice, kind of, a bit of everyone's story kind of conversation, which I enjoyed. I love the Tomorrow photo, though. I, I did love the Tomorrow photo. I thought it was so cute. And it was inspiring. I mean, like, it made me think, wow, anyone can look good if they just work hard at it. Like, all you need to do is learn. It was a great... <laughs> and also, you know, she mentioned that she'd been on some GMTV interview. If that is not viral by morning then the gays should be removed from Twitter because yeah, they haven't done need, their job. I want to wake need, up and we watch need to that. see it. Absolutely. The, yeah, the hack, I, I, I just, it sounds like something that you would see in like a, like a, a twee Greta Gerwig movie, kind of, you know, Ladybird. <laughs> Me and grandma playing the hat game. Yeah. I do, and I just like was imagining being another shopper in there, kind of being like trying to get to the hats and there's like sort of this <laughs> old lady and this like chubby child like going like, oh, look at me, oh, grandma. Like, and I, just, I, I didn't enjoy the, I, I would enjoy the visual maybe on a movie screen, but I would not have liked it in real life. What you don't know is grandma was dead the whole time. <laughs> just <laughs> dragged around. The it was just a broom with a head on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the runway category was heart on. Hearts Not on hold. Was that another Alexandra Burke reference? Were they <laughs> letting us know that album is going to hit streaming hard tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Not just from me. <laughs> Um, up first was Tamara uh, with her set of pleasers, high red sort of looks like boots, but they're kind of like leggings uh, with a sort of bejeweled corset, long gloves, these rhinestone heart in her hand. I mean, it, it was sticking things onto a corset, but she looked good. I think she it was the best thing on the runway, though. Like, I think that was the best of the night. Oh, more than Vicky? Yeah, actually. Really? Oh, yeah. Controversial. <laughs> Yeah, I liked I liked what Vicky's Vicky's was, was really cool and ornate, but I I just thought that like there was I loved like the white kind of nurse's costume she had on first, and then like I thought that the the outfit like it, it just was really sexy, and I loved the red hair on her. This, yeah, I did love that. Do you think hair. it was a throwback to Joey J's poison ivy drip? Oh, oh my god, it's, I'm Joey J, and I'm oh I can't even remember the, the lyrics have left me. That's it. I'm a gay ass bitch. I'm, I'm Joey a gay J. ass bitch. I'm Joey J. Filler yeah. queen plot twist. <laughs> I came to slay. Um, Aaron Tam- Tamara. I thought she looked stunning. I thought she was when she took it all. When she took it all off, or when she took off the coat, I thought she was a devil. I didn't get heart at first, and then I had to look for the details. But there were maybe like three um, runway looks that looked kind of similar, and I yes. thought of them, hers was the best. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. I just, yeah. I, I, I think she always looks good on the runway. I really want to hate her. I can't. I think she might be perfection to me. <laughs> I want her to push me or escort me out of a karaoke bar. That's this is what I'm angling for. <laughs> Next season, Would you I want a story where she match with her on Tinder. No, but uh, well, it depends. I'm not on Tinder anymore. I'm looking for love in the real world, um, which is why I'm standing outside her door with a sign. Um, <laughs> with a, I, a boom box over your head. Like, yeah, broken I would have said at first, I would have said she's absolutely not my type, but I'm falling in love with her. I can't help myself. So maybe, maybe I should. Maybe that's where I'm going wrong. Vicky gave us the Queen of Hearts meets Lizzie the first in this gorgeous plush velvet kind of catsuit with a cape, big sort of ornate, spiky shoulders, uh, kind of cra- velvet kind of crown head wrap 
thing with white face and white eyelashes which are very striking um i loved this i think this is one of the best things we've seen all season this kind of is for me kind of up there with maybe like danny beard's oh you know big little shop horror thingy yes loved it yeah i thought it was really really cool it, it like it looked it, it was exactly as she described it it was like someone took the, the the queen of hearts from the disney film and then like mashed it up with like a elizabeth the first kind of historical thing it was really cool like it, it there was no question it was fantastic and the thing that no one said is also it was really flattering on her as well like her legs oh my God, yeah. looked so long in there like yeah. it was yeah it was beautiful it was probably really heavy i thought it was executed well that headpiece by the time they were giving critiques was catching the light in such a stunning way like it was proper big drag wasn't it i thought like mm-hmm. uh, and she was loving herself in it absolutely Rue did call her a bitch for not having to wear a corset and they threatened to trap door her so i guess he did compliment her figure in a roundabout way maybe that's why she Fair. did get sent home actually it was like yeah how <laughs> dare you look that good bitch you're home michelle was like i would not wear a corset even to tesco <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that so actually michelle's look was that's one that's what i did notice in the snatch game you know when they did the question it was like um um what did michelle visage do when she was in primark i was like she was in primark not tesco i don't believe it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kate Butch was up next. <sighs> this Silence nautical, says it all. nautical mm. coat revealed into this sort of vintage pin-up anything goes look. I mean, this was... I don't want to see any more goddamn H&M on the runway. Like, it was off the rack. <laughs> no, it wasn't. The ass missing. The- yeah, because you cut them out. <laughs> the scissors were sold separately. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like. I'm baffled. Yeah, I. I mean, I think that it, it sort of I, I, intentionally, I would imagine, was like very much referential of that, like you know the the Gautier perfume bottles. Um, and I thought that maybe that there was kind of you know she was trying to do the the male and female scent, so like kind of that was meant to be like the the kind of I don't know something extra that was interesting about it I don't it, it, it was very plain and it was it was not not the it was it was pretty poor I've got to be honest but at least you thought it was pretty pretty poor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know but like yeah well what were we expecting like Kate Bush never said she was yeah. coming on here to be a look queen she never said no. I'm gonna run your way on the runway like and she's kept to that promise at least she wasn't the only like she was the only one not wearing red I mean, she broke out the box like in that. that way. Yeah. So she's still in the middle. Look, she did some fun. I love that she's the queen of a reveal that's meh. I like yeah. what what a thing to be. I love <laughs> yeah. that for her. Um, but it really pales in comparison against the others. And obviously, she wouldn't have known that coming in. But maybe you'd expect the others have just come with amazing runways, and she came in with talent. <laughs> no, she, she did. Came in with humor. It's just. <laughs> It it just is very season three or four of Drag Race US in a ball when it's one of those first two looks like executive realness where like it's not the main thing you don't have to worry you just have to kind of give us a character like that is like it's I'm just surprised she sat at home in the mirror and was like yeah this is this this can go there this is good enough this makes the cut so um, yeah but, very tea or coffee pterodactyl yeah yeah or tea or coffee ice cream. <laughs> oh. That was bad, but I love her. But that disappointed me. And I think well, she doesn't love you. Be a better now. case. <laughs> and Alexandra Burke is mad at me because I said all the silence, and I didn't say let the silence do the talking. I just walked right away from it. I saw the song lyric and I walked away. I did a Banksy on that l- lyric. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if she had a better look, she would have a better case of winning, I guess. But yeah, it's a shame. Michael was also not wearing red in a massive black heart right. with chains around it, red gloves poking out of the side. Um, it was uh, it was a celebration of being bald <laughs> that I didn't see. <laughs> I was just told about it. I don't know why the black heart. I, I thought it is bald. It looked like sort of like a a, a cholesterol. Advertisement, <laughs> like I, I, <laughs> sort of like one of those, like you know, like remember the the AIDS monolith ads, kind of like oh that. Oh my god! Way. 
that only like around kind of heart attacks. <laughs> I actually, I thought it was pretty cool though. Like, yeah, um, it was cool. I bet he was absolutely raging that um, Ginger had no arms last week. Like, God oh, damn, completely. that was my thing. But it was fun <laughs> when the hands popped out. Um, I thought it was, yeah, it was really cool and it was different. Like it was completely polar opposite. I'd forgotten about it actually not being red, but completely polar opposite to everything else. Um, although, especially when he was sat on the sofa, it did remind me of my hemorrhoids. Like just the way it was perched against the lip of the sofa. <laughs> And then especially watching him pull himself out of it, I did think, oh, God, it is like passing through. But um, <laughs> other than medical flashbacks, I liked it. I also I, I... liked earlier in the episode when Michael was like, I moved to Gran Canaria at 20. And I was like, were you a founding father of Gran Canaria? <laughs> yeah. Did you first? Did you throw the first the brick settlers. into the ground? <laughs> Oh my god, broke ground at the Yumbo Centre. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I did feel like that the, the heart looked like... I, I expected it to be a reveal. I thought that something was going to rip and there was going to be something underneath it. But, um, you know, fair play. If you don't you don't want your reveals to be meh, you just keep it on. Look, he's so meh. He's doing promotion for that... Stushy's Black Heart. That's all it is. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of that song. Or else, is it Roger Sanchez? Another chance that where the woman's walking down the street with a big heart and she just wants. Anyway, oh, that's there was that definitely one. like pop music. Sounds very hetero. No, it's <laughs> oh probably yeah. Did he did he remix a girl band? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Ella, he did a song with Ella Henderson. Oh, so he's a Tory. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Let her live. Um. Uh, <laughs> then we had Dee Dee, who very literal hearts on a corset, chopstick arrows sticking out of it, red wig, choker, long gloves, boots, etc. Very similar to Ginger, who was also up next with a heart on the chest. This is more of a kind of a literal heart with the aorta and the ventricles and the veins, etc. Also had sequin gloves and boots and a red wig. They kind of did them dirty by putting them right after each other, I felt, yeah. with this. They looked very similar. Especially when they had, like, put Tamara right at the very, very front. So it was like, you kind of forget that she's there. I have to say that that I, it was so lovely to see or so nice to see Dee Dee without the breastplate on. Because I felt like this, like, weird kind of polo-neck foreskin has been just, like, really distracting all season long. Because it, it's just such a harsh line and kind of makes her head sit weirdly as she's walking. And I think just to be able to see her kind of like walking around kind of naturally, like with her with her clavicles out, it was it was a joy to see. She looks so much lighter. You're right. I hadn't even noticed, but it's almost like being able to see where her pulses made her more vulnerable. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah she just seems so much more relaxed with a chin um you're right i hadn't noticed that but yeah, i did it was i thought it was the look was just very stuck together wasn't it i think like it was yeah. just i know you said uh tomorrow's was things glued to a corset but this did look a bit like mm, it was a scrap challenge where they'd had to do a design um, yeah it did and, and like we've seen better looks from Didi. i think it was it wasn't it wasn't her standard either i think and I know the judges were like, oh, wow, Ginger managed to give herself like a hourglass figure with a heart stuck in her chest. I don't know if I really saw it. I, did, I thought the shape wasn't great. Um, I guess maybe because there was just so much around the neck, it kind of threw off the figure a bit. But um, it, And she kind of said it was Club Kid. I don't know. I just didn't really like the proportions of the whole thing. But I've realized I think she looks like Jennifer Saunders in drag. That was kind of my main takeaway oh. from it. I don't, the noises of, I don't know. Oh, why do I, I sound like I'm um, reviewing Kate Butch's look? Ah, um, I, I don't know. I liked. I quite like the ginger look. Um, to be fair, it. I didn't give yeah. me club kids, but it was no. fun. It was a literal take. I like that you got half a tit hanging out. Like that was kind of fun. There was a belt. It was cinched. I mean, it looked a bit like. Isn't that an advert for the NHS when they're having a heart attack and there's like barbed wire around the heart giving it an hourglass figure? Yeah, don't, don't give your heart an hourglass figure, kids. No, it's, it's no, better no, ways don't. to. But I definitely think like where Didi's look did look like it had been, it could have been made easily for like a design challenge there. Like you could mm. see that 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 gingers was clearly one that was like brought from, and it was it yes. was more intentional and had more stuff to it. Yeah, um, but higher concept. Yeah. 
finally caramel came out in this kind of zombie white wig white corset kind of everything Mm. basically that ginger and Gigi was wearing but white and (laughs) kind of more elevated actually if if Tamara and Cara had come out more or less the same time. It would have been like a desi- like a, a makeover challenge because they were like kind of wearing exactly the same thing but just a different color. Again, swinging their something as well. Together. They were swinging something. It was like yeah, uh, at the like, same they, time. like their house does not have a plug in it in that bath. Mm. That I'm convinced. <laughs> And stole it. <laughs> what? What was Caramel taking a bite out of? That's like, what that... I need to know. Was it a beetroot? A really large beetroot? Oh, I was. That would make more sense. I was thinking, is it a cow's heart? But I was like, probably not. Like, I don't think they would do that. <laughs> Try grace. That's hope not. That's hope not. Or maybe like I don't know, Banksy's heart. Just uh, 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 that. That's the farmer in you, James. Can we add? You're like, right? must be a cow heart. Yeah. Oh yes, exactly. simply must be. Yeah. <laughs> what else could it possibly be? Okay, so that is the runway. Uh, Caramel and um, Michael were safe, leaving Tamara, Kate and Ginger in the top, Didi and Vicky in the bottom. Are we happy with that? I I might. I think you could argue that Michael's look was better than Tamara's and deserved to be in high, but I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah, the, the five was exactly what I thought it would mm-hmm. be. And I'm glad that they only had five because it means there was more room for Alexandra Burke. And at this point, I would like to see her back every week. <laughs> she's she the only great, queen I, I truly care say. about. She was. She's made for that sort of role, like made for TV. Gold. I. I mean... Uh, let me do a counterpoint I think she was great on this but like she had a really tough time when she was on Strictly people hated her so which I wouldn't was say harsh because her mum had TV just gold. died of cancer had she not I, I mean let's not walk into the is it a race thing but yeah, is it a race thing look I met Alexandra Burke once in a dream and she was nothing but gorgeous to me and even though I said to her at the time sorry I haven't bought your album purchase on hold she faked a laugh and that was important to me in a dream as a dream character well look that sounds more positive than your Charlotte Church interaction to be fair look I've sat on that pun for eight years that happened in a dream and this felt like the only time people would get it (laughs) <laughs> now watch you cut it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, just, yeah just, just sorry that joke off. is also on hold <laughs> no I'll leave it in but I'll just beep it and uh <laughs> oh we had time oh we had time for it we just thought it was bad <laughs> edit in a tumbleweed <laughs> <laughs> crickets yeah exactly <laughs> um were you happy at the choice of the lip sync song Aaron yes album track it was giving my housemate went what is this and i went your new favorite song <laughs> i mean it was arrogant. <laughs> i don't think it's gonna be but... um yeah not not what i expected it's an absolute banger i think i do remember now at the time when the album was out or maybe like a year afterwards i think rue did tweet this song I, i'm pretty okay. sure it was so i think he might actually genuinely be a fan yeah it's a good one. Oh. Oh, I think so. Like, Rue uh, has a rubbish memory. Like, he can't remember what season of Drag Race Katia was on. So if, like, he can unprompted shout out Heartbreak on Hold. Yeah. Now, look, maybe he was prompted. I don't know. But it seemed, <laughs> that seemed like a genuine interaction where she was like, I know you're a fan. What's your favorite song? And he said it straight away. Right. You know he's a yeah. fan. Unlike yeah. Caramel. <laughs> RuPaul was not ready. <laughs> he knew how to be prepared on that. He was not going to go in there without knowing at least yeah. three Alexandra Burke songs. To be honest, I, I thought Vicky was going to win this. Better look, had it been in the bottom, had Before a Before the lip sync. All the criteria. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, all the reasons to stay were there. And she kind of just, she didn't bring much personality really to the lip sync. I don't know what it was. It kind of like she just switched off and went into autopilot mode. Like, yeah, she had that funny moment where she like stuck her tongue out. She was in the wrong week. Like, she was singing Alexandra Burt like it was Susan Boyle. I agree yeah, with that. I second that. She went in this like intense kind of energy. And Banksy kind of did this last week as well, where it was like, mm. I'm going to go like intense and, and dark. And then Didi was just silly and goofy. And I think that the judges are just responding better to that at the mm. moment. Yeah, like, and why so weird. serious? Like, Vicky serious drag. Much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an Alexandra Burke deep cut. No one's taken that seriously. Like, you know, you have to <laughs> have a bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking but, it very seriously. 
<laughs> your new favorite song no what i love about the season though is i feel like any of them any of these could be the top three except for dd yeah and that's why i'm so surprised she's just she's taking them out left right and center because nobody thinks she's gonna make it everyone's like okay well you'll go home next week then the lazy the lazy death drop was great at the end <laughs> where she just kind of sat down into it that's if I ever do a death drop, that's I mean, I'll that's exactly. Do. I'll need to be lowered gently into the death drop. <laughs> that's how I get into a <laughs> bar. <laughs> By six pallbearers. <laughs> six pallbearers. James, it's that time of the episode where I'm going to ask you to pick a winner. I think it's Ginger Johnson. I, I do. Genuinely. I, I think that that she's got like... I, I, I think that I can't see anyone else winning more than I can definitely see her winning, if that makes sense. Is that got to do with three badges on the trot? Three badges on the trot doesn't like doesn't hurt, but I also think she, like, she's definitely inc- incredibly confident. Rue clearly really really likes her, uh, and I think you know she's kind of like she's that like performance comedy ish queen. She's got a good mix of all the skills, uh, and then if we're looking at like a, a an acting challenge and then another roast, like I think she'll be like really good at those challenges. She's a good sewer, like she's great all rounder. Like I can't see Caramel doing it. I I think that the top three could. Or the top two could be Tamara and Ginger. I'd say that they are the two that I'd I'd have as as kind of I'd see in the top two, and it could go to either of them. But I would be more surprised if Tamara was to win than if Ginger was to win. Uh, thank you so much for coming back. Uh, I thought I would need you need to raise the James uh, sign quicker, but I've managed to survive. <laughs> I'm delighted. <laughs> yeah, you needed some time off. Um, and yeah go check out Curiosity. Uh, it'll be leave us some you know, positive reviews let us know I'm I'm still very needy and I haven't had an outlet for that for a long time so I need people to slide into my DMs and tell me how great I am please do it next week is an acting challenge that's normally the dud of the season but Maybe a chance for Kate Butch to shine? I I was thinking that as it started. I was like, oh, maybe she could. But I think what's going to happen with Kate, actually, is there's going to be, um, like, she's going to thrive in something we never thought she would, like a design challenge. Like, everyone else will just fall sick with the flu and she will thrive in a design challenge. No, of her own merit. I think that's what's going to happen. Nice. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week for the next episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 5. Are you gigging anywhere fun this week? I'm not. So I have a preview of a new show in Nottingham next week. So I am in a writing camp this weekend. So I am forcing the funnies. Let's hope that Alexandra Burke joke makes it. (laughs) (laughs) Plot twist, it definitely isn't. Uh, Come back for that. Until then, you can check us out on Instagram at sisterpod or at Aaron Twitchin. Have a lovely week and I shall see you. Love you. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.